Yeah, think about with what with what you're saying. There's like the three words, right? There's there's dominate, enrich, and decide, Mm -hmm. right? When you dominate the conversation Mm -hmm. and you dominate the decision, the Mm -hmm. deciding, then yeah, maybe you can enrich your life a little bit, right? But when you enrich the conversation, Mm -hmm. share the decision, Mm -hmm. then you can dominate your life. You know what I mean? Like that's the formula. Every successful entrepreneur started with one goal in mind, freedom, financial freedom and time freedom. You read books like Rich Dad, Poor Dad and dreamed of one day building a successful business that you paid others to manage while you sat back and watched the money pile up. But in the real world, most entrepreneurs fail at adequately preparing their business for their exit. The exit is the essential step of creating distance between your business and your active involvement in it. The exit is the power play that gives you the freedom you desire in life. It's your business and only you can define what a successful exit is for you, so you have to own it. We're here to help you do just that. You're listening to Own The Exit. Hey, everybody. Thank you again for joining us for Own The Exit. I'm your co-host, Caleb. I'm here in the studio with Aaron, our co-host. What's up, guys? I'm your co-host, co-host Aaron. Come. Welcome to Own The Exit. Own The Exit. Another episode. Yeah, this has been awesome. Uh, we, we're we really happy we've been able to land in the top 40 in the entrepreneurship category. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Podcast. Yeah, it's really so, cool. yeah, stay there, too, for the last... Exactly. Since we launched. Yeah, growing listener base. So it's mm-hmm. really good. It's really good. We're excited, and we I enjoy doing this. We've got a lot of new as... stuff coming in the new year as well. Yeah. Content and guests. So really it's good guests good. lining up. Absolutely. So uh, stay tuned. Hey, share this. You know, if, if you like Own the Exit... Uh, take some time to share this uh, with a friend or two so they can, you know, benefit from the conversations we're having here. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I want to dive into today's uh, episode topic. Mm-hmm. Um, just thinking about different leadership styles and when you're, when we're building a business, right, we need to lead in such a way that it achieves our desired outcome. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, for most of the folks listening to this, their desired outcome is yes, to build a successful company. Mm-hmm. But one of the factors that define success uh, for you know a member of the own the exit community, I guess, is that the business you've built allows you and affords you a level of time freedom as well as financial freedom where you can kind of come and go mm-hmm. from the active operations and management of your business and it has the mm-hmm. ability to thrive with or without your active involvement and that's kind of one of the ambitions and so uh, I think leadership and how you lead the teams that you build is mm-hmm. tremendously important in achieving oh, yeah. that desired end it's mm-hmm. probably foundational Um, And there's different sort of categories of leadership style. I think there's the authoritarian leader, there's the authoritative leader, and then there's the empowering leader, Mm -hmm. right? And then on the other side of that, there's probably the lazy leader, right? That just wants everyone else to do all the work so that they don't have to do any of it. And they're probably not going to build a highly successful business, right? Right. But... The lazy leader. The lazy leader, (laughs) right? Yeah. So what are the differences between those just... yeah? Yeah, I think the I think the authoritarian leader mm-hmm. is the leader that just insists that everybody does it his way. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like you got to do this, you got to show up at this time, you mm-hmm. got to do, you know, do this this and this in this way and you know, maybe either highly micromanaging or highly like 
um, I'm the boss, do what I say, don't ask questions, just do your job. Mm-hmm. Right. And, yep. uh, and I, I think, you know, that's, a that's a really poor leadership model, especially for the modern workforce. And I think mm-hmm. we're going to have another episode. We're going to talk a little bit about what the, why, mm-hmm. why I would say that. And then I think there's an authoritarian where you're still like, you're clearly the person that is in charge. Mm-hmm. You're clearly the person leading the team. Mm-hmm. You're clearly the person, like, like nobody's questioning that. But you're doing it in such a way that you you set clear boundaries, mm-hmm. but then give freedom within those boundaries mm-hmm. for your team, for your employees, for all of that, right? Like, they're, mm-hmm. they know, like, this is your boundary, mm-hmm. right? Um, but you need to operate within that boundary and I'm going to hold you accountable for mm-hmm. the work that you get done within that boundary and the job that you do within that boundary. And then there's the empowering leader that essentially is more allowing people to set their own expectations, hiring based on people setting sort of their own targets mm-hmm. and boundaries, mm-hmm. but then holding them accountable to those boundaries. So there's yeah. a little bit more accountability. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I would say uh, you and I both, just knowing each other, working together, you and I both fall probably halfway between that authoritarian and empowering leader. But what uh, the reason I think it's important that we have that empowerment mindset that comes mm-hmm. in those two different leadership styles, right? That empowerment mindset is if you're ever going to build a business mm-hmm. that doesn't require you, then you can't do it as an authoritarian leader, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Like you just can't, right? Because you're you have to be always like it's exhausting. Yeah, you would have to always be like kind of double checking all everything, mm-hmm. or 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 always having the visibility, or you'd always have to be physically yeah. present. Um. So, yeah, no, those those are all good thoughts. I mean, I just think of like building a company and like with our team, like having you know eight or ten people and having them giving them the resources they need, giving them um, boundaries, but also saying like, mm-hmm. go beyond those boundaries, like yeah. figure out a solution. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I, I think of like, you know, when you, cause when you have a brand new company, like, or a division of a company, like I'm just thinking of our construction company that we built, you know, our construction manager, he, he built a lot of that, those processes and the way we're doing things in the field. We tried different ways of doing things and they didn't really, they didn't work and it cost money, but we learned not to do it that way. Yeah. So then we pivoted over this way and like, I'm not mad at that. Right. Like, it's like, we have to explore those different ways of doing things. And like my, my joke too was like, he's like, well, you know, why don't like people are like, why don't you like tell this guy what to do? And, and I'm like, cause I don't know what to do either. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's, we're, you know, it's like, we just have to figure it out. And so having people, I think that model that you mentioned of like empowering, it works with, with the right people, right? Like you have to have people that also flourish mm-hmm. within that yeah. kind of leadership context because maybe there are some people that just want to be told what to do. Yeah. They don't want to think they don't they they're not into solutions. Yeah. The value they add is just basically just, they just do work. You telling me to check these up and that's it. Yeah. You know and, but that's not really the people that I would want to attract right. and to so that's why I think you, there has to be that. If, it's like if you want those higher caliber people that are independent thinkers and are going to add the most value, then you have to allow them to do that. Yeah, and so you have to give them permission. Yeah, like give them a platform of innovation within clearly defined expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why I think it's a hybrid between the author, authoritative and, and empowering leadership model that has the best 
possible outcome mm-hmm. uh, in terms of building a business that allows you to trust other people to manage yeah. and run so that you can have the freedom that you started building it for in the first place. Um, yeah, I think that's I think that's amazing. I was thinking uh, just even about the hiring process, mm-hmm. right? Like, because it all starts with getting the right people in place. Mm-hmm. You know, it's and it's more than just skills and experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, skills and experience play a role. But mm-hmm. what, you know, what we found, I think both of us, is that a lot of times we will prioritize uh, shared values mm-hmm. and the, like... Untapped gr- potential. Untapped potential grit and determination of mm-hmm. a candidate for a position above maybe the skill and experience, right? Because there's because yeah. skills can be developed. Mm-hmm. Um, but grit and determination, a whole, a whole lot fewer people. And you can't teach that. Right. Like very easily. Like it can you, be developed, but far fewer people actually do the things necessary yeah. to develop yeah. grit, determination, discipline. Or right? that aptitude. Like you can't, mm-hmm. you can't learn that. Like you can go to school and, and not like there's yeah. intrinsic qualities, yeah. you know, that. Do you know who, you know, Andy Elliott? Have you heard that name? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's the influencer, does a lot of sales coaching. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Dude, he's got like some crazy high expectations for his hires. Mm-hmm. Like when he hires somebody, you know that person's gonna like kick it with him. Like they're gonna be one of his uh-huh. like one of his requirements, and he talks about this. This is one of his first viral videos, was that he requires all of his employees to have a six pack. <laughs> Not of beer. Six pack abs, right? Wow. He requires them to have visible abs. He says, if you don't have enough discipline to have physical, physically visible abs, you don't have enough discipline to work for me. That's uh to people the wrong way. <laughs> I know, I know. Like that's I don't see how he, you know, he could get away with that from like labor laws or whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> Equal opportunity employment, my tail. Yeah. Right. But well, but, it's yeah, I guess. No, I mean it's his business, right? Yeah. It's his company. That's funny. He can, you know, he can run it. And there's, there's obviously some of that that would rub people the wrong way, but there's a, a portion of that that actually respect. Well, and there's, there's, there's a principle there, even if you don't want to go that extreme, right? Yeah. Um, I'm thinking back to the construction company. I'm just thinking of like a situation that I learned and I did, I repeated this mistake three times mm-hmm. where I have a construction manager who his job is to ensure the success of the projects that we're, that we're doing. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's like, hey, how did it, the project go, right? Was it within budget? Was the quality right? Was the timing that's supposed to be done in within the right time? Those are the three factor, you know, metrics or whatever that we hold the, the team to. But I was making him use contractors that I selected, whether it was a friend mm-hmm. or whether it was a guy I worked with before on a different project. Yeah. And so it, what what happened is I made him use a contractor that that, that I had used on a past project and it didn't work out on that project. But then he was really in a bad, like a weird spot because mm-hmm. he was like, you're, I'm being held responsible, but I didn't get to be involved in basically the process of how it was going to be successful. And like, I would never hired that guy. Right. And so then yeah. I had to realize like, okay, I just have to lay that down. Like I yeah. can't, I can't talk to the contractor. I can't, I have to give him that. And then, mm-hmm. like, he has to be responsible for, like, finding, training, firing. You know, I can't be like, no, don't fire that guy. Like, I have to let him run that, mm-hmm. you know. But then, you know, at, at, at the end of the day, it's like it's his – it's 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 on him. That, yeah. 
And he likes that. He's like, I'm a grown man. Yeah. He's like, I want take to have responsibility for yeah. if I hire somebody bad, then I'm just going to own that. But it's not. I'm not going to muddy it as the business owner by interfering right. with that. And so that was just, for me, a lesson that that I learned. Yeah. But it can be hard because we've talked to entrepreneurs and like they've, they've talked about like, it's your baby. Like mm-hmm. if you start a business like and you care about it and it's your blood, sweat, and tears. And usually mm-hmm. when you start a business, a lot of times it's just you at first. Especially when it's a small business. Yeah. It's you at first, and then eventually you have a team and your baby, you're like giving your baby off to like someone else, right? Yeah. And it's like, it's hard to like, you're like, oh no, like I I won't do it this way. And you just have to like, but you just have to. So I think that's, we, we have that control, but like, not even like we mean, like we don't like mean like we're trying to do that like if uh-huh. we could just let go our lives would actually be easier yeah and better and but, the business is probably great yeah because yeah. you know and and my thing is too i always want to hire people that are smarter and better and have yeah. more aptitude than i do yeah think what, about with you know, what with what you're saying there's like the three words right there's there's dominate enrich and decide mm-hmm. right when you dominate the conversation mm-hmm. and you dominate the decision the mm-hmm. deciding then yeah, maybe you can enrich your life a little bit, right? But when you enrich the conversation, Mm -hmm. share the decision, Mm -hmm. then you can dominate your life. You know what I mean? Like that's the formula is when you can bring, the more voices you can bring into a Mm -hmm. conversation, the more diverse the conversation can Mm -hmm. be uh, with people that within the context of those voices, like being people that care, mm-hmm. right? Like the construction manager, Damon, right? I'm assuming that's who you're talking about, yeah. Damon, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like you're talking about him, like, hey, you talk to Damon. Damon, I've been dominating the conversation, mm-hmm. right? I've been saying this is who we're going to hire. This is what we're going to do. And not mm-hmm. doing it in that way or any vindictive mean way. It's just this is how I did it before you were here. Not even thinking. Right. Of the how that <laughs> exactly. would, could work, you know? But now it's... Hey, I want to enrich the conversation by saying, "Hey, here's my thoughts." But mm-hmm. Damon, what what are your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Well, Who do now, you think we should hire? How do you think we should do this? Yeah. Let's share in making this decision collectively. I'm empowering you. I'm not always completely just giving it over you to make 100 percent of the decision, mm-hmm. but I'm empowering you to inform the decision. And sometimes mm-hmm. I'm just going to give it to you and say, "Just decide." Yeah. But if I just do that, then just know the outcome is on you. Well, and there's well. a process too of like if you bring somebody on of shadowing them or doing it with them yeah, and yeah. seeing like at this point, like I don't, I'm not, I don't make any decisions. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's, and, and we've, and it's actually probably just better because mm-hmm. the decisions he makes are actually better than the decisions I would make. Right. That's right. why he's the construction manager and yeah. I'm not the construction manager. Yeah. Right. So it's like, if I'm not bringing somebody on that's better than me, right. Then, then why, you know, it's almost like, I want them to add value. So it's like, yeah. we have to be willing to not be the best. Like there's that saying of like being the dumbest person in the room. Right. There's like a, there's a, uh, a principle there. I promise like, you, if you can build a business where you're the dumbest person in it, then you will have a business that <laughs> sets you financially free and time free. You just have to be smart enough to find smart people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so. That's amazing. Well, man, this has been a great conversation. Yeah. Uh, I look forward to more conversations mm-hmm. like this. Hey, just want to say to our listeners again, thank you for joining us for another yep. episode of Own the Exit. Uh, until next time, go out there and own it. Own, own your it. exit. Yeah. All right. See you guys. Thanks. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of Own the Exit. Remember, it's your business and you can define your exit however you want. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Your feedback means the world to us. And it helps us reach more people just like you who are looking to own their exit.